RadioInfluence.com. Let's pop this off, man. It's the DJ Aiken Podcast, man. Of course, um, a lot going on. So, so without further ado, I'll just introduce everybody that's here, first of all. All right. The lovely Brittany Gonzalez is back. Brittany, how are you? Hey, I'm better now. Back to life. I'm back in these streets okay, where I belong. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that in a second. Let, let me get to the other guests because you being back in the streets is a whole another thing. I, <laughs> I also invited today um, someone that I'm super proud of. She does radio up in Philly. If you've ever heard of Power 99 up in Philly, she's doing big things up there in the mornings. Uh I would, are you even a Florida native? Because I'm not sure. Um, I just know you spent a lot of time in Florida, Miss Roxy Romeo. Are you Are you from Florida originally? Yeah, I was born and raised in Miami. Well, uh, hold up. Let, let's be okay. Well, let's be real now. First of all, because let Let's clear this up. For the longest time when I met you, and we both went to UCF together. A little bit of backstory. I thought you were Latin for the longest time until we really became like really good friends, and you started talking to me, and then I was like. Oh, she's Trini. Oh, she, she's 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 Caribbean. And then all the events that you wanted to immerse yourself in, it definitely became known that you were Caribbean. Like, period. All right. So so there's that. And I'll, I'll get more on all the ladies after I introduce them. Of course, there's uh, I know her name is Nicole Hutchison, but a.k.a. Nikki Hutch, my girl, Nikki. I, Nikki, look, don't be mad because, you know, Nikki Hutch is a term of endearment to me. You know, it is. I'll let you use it today. Okay. Only okay. Podcast popping off. It's called You're Not Wrong. Plus, she's probably one of the dopest writers that I know popping off in the Tampa area right now. Lots of things that you think that I write that are about me. I probably ran across Nikki Hutch's desk. You, you know what I'm so glad about that you let me call you Nikki Hutch today. Like with I could just go with it today. I love it. And of course, all the way from the West Coast, I appreciate her even. Do you even get up this early, like on the West Coast? Because like it's three, it's three o'clock here. So that means like, like yeah, noon. I'm an early riser. Oh, okay. I'm an early riser. I'm a working woman. I gotta okay. be up. You got a lot popping off. Miss Brianna <laughs> Blunt, uh Miss Brianna out in LA. Um, I call her my little sister, even though quite often she keeps me in line, uh, doing some digital marketing stuff over at MTV. Plus, she's got this thing that pops off online called Your Girl Brie Whips, jumping off on Snapchat and some other platforms. And not long ago, didn't I see you doing something with uh, Taraji P. Henson or something like that? Didn't I see that? You don't be calling me with all the news, but I'll be watching. Didn't I see that pop off? Yeah, that was a little something on mental health, you know, uh, and they had me on her talk show, The Peace of Mind um, with Taraji. So okay. we bring in light to mental health, healing, all that good stuff. I love that. Okay, cool. Well, well, I want to dive into a few, few of those things in this discussion, but the main reason I wanted to have the four of you here with me today on the pod is because I don't think that I am done with the baby. And let, let me be clear, first of all, not in a bad way, because... When I say not done with the baby, I mean done with the baby discussion. And in in case you don't know where I'm at with this, last week I had my guy Miguel Fuller on. Miguel is a few things. A dope morning show radio host. He's also a black man that's very in tune with what's going on in the black community. But he's also a very prominent member of the LGBTQ community here in Tampa Bay. And he gave me a lot of insight on his thoughts about the baby, why he thought the the comments that the baby made at Rolling Loud were offensive, how they bothered him, what they also meant with where we have where we have come as a people. Now, 
I won't go too deeply into the baby's comments because by now I think everybody has known and heard them. But what I would like to start with is, before I start asking you these other questions is, and whoever wants to jump in here can, give me your thoughts of what you thought the baby was about before Rolling Loud. Before the Rolling Loud thing hit, you, I'm sure we all, we all are in tune with what's going on musically. The baby moves around the digital space very well. He's probably right now in the industry top five hip hop artist out. I know he's definitely top five when it comes to getting paid because I know for a fact he's getting one fifty to two hundred a show. I know that for a fact. I've seen it on paper. The only people up there with him right now, right now, are probably like legend like Jay Z and Kanye, of course. But if you look at people that are working regularly, it's him, it's Rod Wave, it's Lil Baby that are in that top of getting paid right now. Yes, and they worked all through the pandemic. So your initial thoughts on the baby before rolling loud. And I'll tell you why I'm asking that after I get this. Whoever. I'll I'll bite. Um I thought he was the shock rapper, kinda. He he does things for shock. He came, I think, to the Breakfast Club wearing a diaper or somewhere wearing a diaper. South by Southwest, yeah, he was known definitely for that. Yes was wearing a diaper. So I feel like he was a bit of a shock rapper somewhere in there. Okay. That's my, t- we got shock rapper. Anybody else? <laughs> uh, the baby, um, you could tell he's definitely full of himself. Like he felt like yes. he was the shit and nobody can't tell him anything. Like you, you, you knew that before. Boom. Okay. Bree. Brittany? I think for me, same, similar to what the ladies have said before, shock rapper, he presents himself as that guy, um, being from the South and just making it very cocky. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was trying to rock with him with him being from the South for a bit, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, the baby for me, I think he's so talented. I really do. And I, I can't take that away from him. He's talented. I enjoyed him. I loved what he did with Rockstar, with the Black Lives Matter. It, that song to me was so powerful. I mean, there were so many good things that I loved about the baby. Now, then the Danny Lay situation happened where he basically knocked her up and left her out to dry and didn't claim her, didn't let her claim the baby. It's just a lot. So to me, on the personal side, I think he's a trash human being. <laughs> okay, um, I got to stop you for a second, Brittany, because I think that he's in those actions. But so why? <laughs> right. Okay. Now, with all that being said, and Brittany, Brittany, you threw some things in there because you and I have discussed the baby before, and I think the baby kind of went on your bad side a little bit too with the whole Megan the Stallion debacle, and, and we'll get into all of that, right? So. Knowing what the baby, what what you feel about the baby and and hearing his music and kind of knowing where he kind of stood with you in the hip hop lane. When you heard the rolling, when the rolling loud story broke about his comments on stage and whatever, what were your thoughts then? And did they change much from what you had originally thought that he was? I thought it was so weird. Those com- the comments about you know the AIDS and 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 doing oral in the parking lot. Like I just thought they were so random. I mean I don't know that I ever thought about him thinking those things. You know I just so I just don't know where it came from. What- why that was needed to even be said. What was the point of bringing that up? Who cares what someone was doing in the parking lot before? If they bought the ticket, they bought the ticket. So I was just very confused as to why where this came from. Why even say it? Okay. Is that how everybody kind of feels? No. 
actually. Okay. I, I was not surprised. Okay. I really wasn't. I mean, the baby has spoken at his ass many times when he's been on stage. This ju- this is just the one time that it truly backfired on him, and he's getting uh, L's across the board over and over and over again. But this isn't the first time that he's he said some crazy stuff on stage, so I really wasn't surprised. Right. Now, with that being said, it brings me here because I feel like you guys pretty much feel the baby has been the baby from day one. He he has. He's been. The baby we know in 2018, 2017, somewhere in there, he got into an incident in Walmart down in Charlotte where a man got killed. The story, I guess, originally came out. He, the guy tried to rob him in Walmart. He took the gun. Whatever he flipped the situation, the dude got killed. I'm not a super baby album listener, but I know at least every third song I hear about the baby, he mentions the fact that he'll pop a nigga, that he'll kill him, that he mentions it. He, every third song, he mentions it, right? I know at least... Every third song, he talk about what he do to women, how he do them, how much they love him, where they do him at, how they ain't going to stop doing him. So my question to the four of you right now is, why did we, we wait until now to cancel him? Did, 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 women's, did what he was doing to women not matter or what he was doing to brothers like me not matter in all these songs? Why now? I you this is actually the topic for our radio show tomorrow. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Because I because here here and here's why I asked the question. And 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 I'll give you this point too that someone gave me um just the other day in my DMs. The point that they made was that you guys as women, me as a black man, in hip hop especially, we've become accepting of whatever the rapper feels like doing to us until maybe something like this happens. And here comes the bandwagon. Whereas the LGBTQ community, they never stand for it at all. So whenever it happens, they there, boom, buddy. It ain't, it ain't cool this time. It ain't going to be cool. The next time it ain't going to be cool. The time after, because like I said, the baby to me didn't really change. Well, I think that we've also normalized that, like, that's how songs go. When you talk about women like that and you talk about unprotected sex, I mean, I can't tell you, I mean, Lil Pump has a song where he brags about, like, he's definitely not wearing no rubbers. Like, to talk about women in that sense and sexualize them and, and, and not, and, you know, and talk about killing and all of that, to me, that's so normal. I, and maybe that's what it is. And I've become normalized to it. That that's why I don't feel like that's worth canceling someone over. Because I'm like, oh, they're just talking. And if I like the song, I like the song. But he was talking about, uh, I, I don't think it's different either. I just think I've normalized it. I really have to say, I've just normalized that. And I think that and actually has put his hands on someone should probably be more alarming than just saying something on a stage. I mean, he actually, I think the woman, he, he got into an altercation with the woman. In Tampa, you're in Tampa, yes. It happened in Tampa where he, I can't remember what it was, but it's he was, was charged. It, 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 on video, there was a strong mush or, it, it was some contact made. In his right, face. yeah. So, you know, he's, he's assaulted a um, person, he's assaulted a woman physically. And there was no outcry, but he's saying word stage that has now created, you know, one of 2021's biggest social media, you know, booms. You know, you have Elton John coming out and speaking against it. Where was Elton John at? 
Like he's been chilling and all of a sudden he's coming out. And, you know, personally, I had people who are in the LGBTQ community very affected. Someone even sort of exposed their HIV status to to to, you know, show solidarity with other people as a result of the baby. Right. And so wondering, was this worth it? I mean, was it worth us doing all of this because of words that he said on a stage? That's where I, that's where I'm coming. What is it? The canceling of him is that what you're talking about, Nicole? Is is it worth that? Is your your point, Nicole? Is that is it? Was it worth the canceling of him? Is it worth all of that because of some words on the stage with all the other things that he's done? Right, and I'm frozen right now. But yes, I mean, he's done lots of other problematic things in the past. Why was this the siren that made everyone come out? Right. So. Like I said, that this is actually the topic that we're going to have tomorrow morning on our morning show. And one of the guys that are on my morning show is a gay black man. Right. And so that's part of the reason why we're having this conversation, because mm-hmm. he was very affected by it. And he was the one that really brought it up. Uh, his name is Mother Knows. And he was really the one that brought it up because the question really was like, but he's this is how the baby's been. Like, he's always been disrespectful. Yeah. He's disrespected women since he came out. You know what I mean? But this is the first time that he's openly on a stage in front of everybody truly disrespected the LGBTQ community and they weren't standing for it. And Mm -hmm. it really shows, it really shows like the difference in, 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 in communities, the LGBT community, they stand together. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't uh, allow people to disrespect them and just stay silent. And it's like you said, Brittany, like, things have become normalized in hip hop culture. Disrespecting women in songs is normal. So it's like, we brush it off our, our shoulders. Them talking about killing people is normal, no big deal. Like, and and I, I mean, maybe it's because I'm a mom now, maybe it's because I'm getting a little older, but it is starting to bother me. Right. Like, it, it, like I cannot even tell you how I hate when rappers call women bitches in songs. Like, it gets under my skin, uh, but, it's it's become so normal that it's like men call their girlfriends bitches all the time, and some of these girls are absolutely fine with it. Like, that, you know, like that's a like like that's a it's term of endearment. Yeah, you know, it's a term of endearment. Yeah, it's. it's- it became um it's actually glorified like i know within my own generation i mentor young girls and a lot of the songs i hear them singing i'm like wait a minute you know because and the other side of it it speaks to money and power and how that's respected over you know speaking against a woman there are women speaking against themselves you see women in the media who are comfortable with these you know relationships with these rappers and being glorified as one of their little pieces you know you look at the blue faces Mm -hmm. of the world and different things like that so i think it speaks to a lot of different things i think we're growing up in a time right now where values and standards and morals aren't as glorified as how much money somebody has how many girls they have how much power they have so i think you know the baby is being the baby but this has been going on with a lot of different rappers so i am trying to understand why he is being so canceled and it's a ripple effect i think it took one canceling or two canceling and then everybody just jumped on the bandwagon that's my personal opinion um but 
Right. And, and that's my question is, are, are we and which brings me here. Right. Are we being fair? Like like we're all in the media. Right. And I'm not saying that we got to jump out there and defend the baby, because if I don't personally know somebody like like my relationship with like T.I. and Grand Hustle is, 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 is fairly different than my relationship with a lot of other people. Right. Like my relationship with Smitty, the writer, is, is way different. My relationship with Mano is, is, is personal. So if something happens with, with, with Mano, I'm probably going to speak on it a little bit differently because I actually know the dude. I rock with the dude. You know what I'm saying? But. I'm not saying that we have to jump out there and say we got to defend the baby. But are we being fair in the media? And this is not just about you for is that are we being fair in the media to jump on this bandwagon? Because we've again, we've allowed it like we've we've been right here. We've been celebrating this dude. We've been this dude is winning awards on this dude is nominated on black entertainment television. You understand what I'm saying? And again, I'm not, I'm not again, again, I have sisters and I love the four of you as you know what I'm saying? Like, so again, it's not about defending him. Like what he's been doing is okay, but are we being unfair to our own? Because the hip hop culture is ours. Like we're, we're almost, I think letting him be destroyed is a bad way to put it, but is it, is it all the way fair? Like, 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 hey, let me, so I get what, ahead, I get Brady. what you're saying or questioning as, as go ahead. No, no, no. Well, I just think it's different when it's like, okay, canceling him for his comments because, or to put it like this, like, okay, are we being fair? I don't know that that's the right question to even care to ask or not, I shouldn't say that, but to whatever to focus on. I think that he, there's repercussions for certain things that, you know, that you do and you just, and say, and depending on the time when, if it hits at the right time and it bothers enough people, it is what it is. Canceling him, I think it does show that like, we're not going to stand for this. We're not going to allow people to talk like this. There are consequences for the things that you say and do. So then him apologizing. Okay, you know what? I really love that. I thought that was so amazing of him to like admit, I don't know. I, I messed up. I misspoke. I shouldn't have said those things. But now he's taking that apology back. Yeah, so it makes me back. wonder like, but so then did, did he even mean the apology or was he just mad or just saying that because he was losing well, kids? I'm going to just be honest with you. I don't think the baby ever meant the apology. And when the big apology came out, I think anybody on this panel knows that the baby didn't write that. He don't even talk like that. First of all, when that long apology came out, I know none of y'all believed that the baby said that. Nobody. I did. That was it. I did. No, I, be I believe that he might have been in a room and said, OK, that works for me. But I don't believe that he in no way wrote those words. That was some PR person that wrote the baby. He's been smoking blunts on 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 IG live since this happened. That I'm too real. If you look at his post, if you look at his post, he's saying stuff like, like he, he made a post yesterday dedicated to somebody, somebody that's close to him their birthday. And he said, I'm too real for these niggas out here. When he's smoking a blunt on video, I'm too real for did them out see, here. Did you see the video, the, the, after that whole situation with Rolling Loud, did you see the music video he dropped? Yes. Yeah. So at the very end of that, and this is, mind you, he had already started getting, uh, you know, dragged uh, for, all, for all his comments. At the end of that music video, he basically, he told you who he is. And, and, from, and when I read about that music video, he could not find a producer to produce it that would, that would agree to it. So he had to produce that video himself. Right. So at the end of that music video, he told you who he is. He was like, look, you, you want to have the freedom to be who you want to be. Let me be who I want to be. So he was and if apologetic, you apologetic for the things that he said. He thinks that it's freedom of speech, and that's just being him. Yeah, and if that's you call, call it real. Ugh. Was it? What was the name of the song? I can't even remember. Uh, it was like give, give, give what it was supposed to give. Give what it's supposed to give. I think so. Yeah. yeah. 
LGBT colloquialism. This is a slang that gay men use. I mean, I use it. We've adopted a lot of gay slang. It's okay. But let's just admit that that is a gay slang that he titled his song as. Wow. See, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that part. Me either. I didn't put that together. But but yeah, she's right. So what was the song about, though? Because I didn't hear the song. I didn't listen to the song. Well, the song is called Give, Give, Giving What It's Supposed to Give. And let me just tell you this right now. As far as being canceled, he's 4.8, 4.8 million views up. Is that canceled? Or is it selective canceling? Is it, you know, and here's, here's, like, the thing about the baby and all of this stuff to me is, and this is why, like I said, I wanted to have actual women that I respect on here as well as, as people that are in the media. Like, let's, let's look at, and, and and all of you have made a good point. This is a point that I think a lot of us misunderstand or a lot of these entertainers misunderstand. Yes, we are in a time of free speech, but free speech can even have consequences. You understand what I'm saying? And I think that's where he forgot because, and, and I want you guys to be honest here. Have you ever been in any parties and the dude on the mic says, if you don't got HIV, make some noise? No! Come on, never. man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Come on. you never been in a hip-hop party and the dude's, okay, you never been in a, a hip-hop party and the dude says, or the, the person on the mic says, if you don't got an STD, make some noise. You know what? I only, that was one time in Tampa that, that okay. I experienced oh, that. She I was said like, it. She what? tried to put it on Where Tampa. Okay, now let me ask you a question. <laughs> now let me ask you a question since I got you here. Did you leave the party? Did you leave said party? Did you leave? Say it's a simple yes or no question. I was question. so taken aback, and the the music was good. No, I didn't leave. The music was popping. I had a great <laughs> okay. time that night. Okay, so with no. all of that, so with it all of that being said. It was a question. It wasn't like if you got an STD, get out. Right, you but, know, it wasn't like uh, you're disgusting. Right, but again. In the and again, I I hate to feel like I'm defending the baby. I'm I'm trying to break down like things that I that I heard him say or whatever, right? So when when the baby's on stage and he's and he says because here's another thing, and even Miguel had to acknowledge it last week, the baby did not say even though it's easily inferred. He was like he did not say if you a gay dude in the crowd and you got AIDS. He did not say if you gay anything. He didn't do none of that. He did in typical rapper fashion what rappers do. And that's and, and and we all have to be honest. This he's not the first one to do this. Like what's happening now is like Will Smith said, he's not the first. It, this this stuff isn't new. It's just being filmed now. You understand what I'm saying? So with with seventy thousand kids out there in the crowd and everybody's phone up, he 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 definitely should have better picking of the words he do and things that he do. But the baby did not for once. He did not, and I can read it to you. He did not say if you were gay this or if you're gay that. Now it can be implied, and it wasn't cool. I get that, but he did not say if you gay. Now if you but you know Eakin, you have to also take into account the the climate that we are living in today. Everything is magnified. Everybody is very, very sensitive. So with the climate that we're living in today, you have to know that you have to be very, very careful with the things that you say because there are going to be more consequences today than there might have been 10 years ago if you say the same exact thing. Right. But and maybe on my- top of that, and on top of that, him saying what he said, if you got AIDS or HIV, it wasn't just that. It was the fact that he said, or it does a disease that you can die two or three weeks from now. Okay, but in a song, but in a song, but in the song right before that, he said, I shoot two or three niggas. Why nobody didn't record that? Why didn't we cancel him? In the song right before that, he said, my little bitch is a masterpiece. Suck my dick. She don't get mad at me. Why didn't we leave? Why? Look, look, let me look, 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 look. And again, this is, this is, this is, this is probably what, what, what I'm really doing here. And, and again, I, I love the honesty and this is the transparency here. 
I want to know, am I wrong as a journalist to jump on this bandwagon to cancel the baby because he's already he's been killing me for months. Like these are his lyrics to the masterpiece, which is one of his biggest joints that was out. And Danny Lay, who Britney loves, who is the baby mama that he don't claim. She all in the video. She happy. Listen to this. My little bitch is a masterpiece. I ain't even got to be funny when I'm telling no jokes. She's still going to laugh at me. Still suck my dick when she mad at me. Let a nigga make me mad. You'll see. I nod my head in this bitch. Them niggas going to slide in your bitch ass for me. And I can honestly say I'm guilty of like listening to that during my workout and like twerk out, you know, (laughs) the beat and the, you know, Um, but speaking to that, you know, it's just weird to even him saying that or bringing that up because you know what they say, people who bring light to things and like random situations like that are hiding something. So I'm just like, yeah. why did you feel the need to say that? Are you overcompensating? Are you hiding something? Which isn't our business, but it's just kind of, it was kind of outlandish. Like, I feel like if you're confident in your masculinity and, you know, who you stand for as a person, you don't feel, you don't have to do that. He's already a talented artist, so he really didn't have to do that. Any of this, really, even his lyrics, he could switch that up, but he's been doing it for a minute is more so my point. Good question. I think he likes it, though. I think he likes the attention. Well, he def- I mean, he, he's all about shock. He's all, I mean, about it. Well, when you when you going to talk, so he likes that. I think we all have to admit too, though. Though that is what that's what the the mass amount of clicks get. Though they get the shock. You understand? What I'm saying, look at these big I blogs. Know. These big blogs are not about the positive things that that a rapper does in the community. That's like the third story. The first story is what rapper got shot or went to jail. Like like if you look at Vlad TV, I'm hearing about rappers in Chicago that I don't hear about until they get killed. I don't know these dudes. They might be big on SoundCloud or whatever, but he seems to pull out every single one if they got into a beef, a fight, an argument, or whatever. And that's what makes the news. You understand what I'm saying? Because, again, we know for a fact the baby performed this song at Rolling Loud. Why? There, there are definitely a bunch of y'all out there. Where's the uproar? I just don't think that I'm telling because all the rappers do it. So to me, those topics aren't worth canceling because to me, it's like, look, if if it's a bop, it's a bop. Right. But he wasn't at the end. It was not no rap. There was no poetry. There was no art to it. He literally said and he does talk about it, even though he literally says about the LGBTQ community when he says, fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighter up. He said, fellas, right, if you're not but sucking dick, that's, listen that's to this, a Brittany, and this is Brittany. This is the DJ in me speaking. This is the DJ. I'm not saying that I would ever say that, but I have heard DJs and people that host parties say crazy shit like that on the mic. That's what I'm saying to you. That's he's not the first one to do it. So my thing is, and again, but then, you got me right where I want to be. Him though on that platform, right? Go but ahead. here's what I'm saying though. Why is it like Nicole said earlier? Is it worth the cancel? There's a lesson here. Like, okay, let's let's take let's go a little bit further. Let's take Questlove. Questlove is a legend in his hip hop thing, right? He's the the Roots drummer on the Jimmy Fallon show. Various ventures going on. Always the drummer on a Jay Z tour. Somebody I super respect. The Roots band. He comes out and he and he talks about what the baby did. My problem with Quest Love is we talk so much about how we can help the next generation, how we got a mentor so that they don't go through what we went through. I wasn't mad that Quest Love spoke up to the baby, but what do you think a dude like the baby's gonna do if your post has all these names of people you respect and then you cross his out? Your message is lost. Your message to him of, bro, you got to think about these kind of things, it's lost in looking at the picture. Because once I see that, you now it's, it's, it's almost like you baiting me, bro. Like, like, you know how these younger dudes are. 
Look at this. Bree probably can speak to it. Bree and Brittany can probably speak to it as well as anybody. This generation is not. They they are doing so much dope shit that they don't always want to hear what an old dude is, is saying. And if you a dude like the baby who feels that he honestly has fought his. Look at the baby will tell you all day. I ain't get no cosigns. I ain't get no handouts. I did this shit. And he top five right now. So what do you think he wants to hear from a dude? This dude to him. Quest love ain't Jay-Z. 50 Cent just co-signed him. He ain't he ain't 50. So if you suddenly, I never heard from you before in my life, and you suddenly write this post about me, do you are you really trying to help me as a younger artist to learn from my mistake? Or are you just trying to get shock value too? Because you put all these names up and you cross me out. You didn't need to do that. You could and if we in the industry, think about it like this. We can call each other because we in the industry. Somebody can get Quest Love number the baby big enough. Help me. I saw, and and, what, and that, that goes back to my original question about this whole thing. Are we wrong for not jumping in going, maybe the cancellation is a little too far? Maybe. I, I mean, don't think he, it's too far. He needs, I, he think, needs, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. Brittany, it's your not point, too your, far. I think, I think it sends a message, a solid message that that kind of rhetoric will not be tolerated. And it's also ignorant. Now, I know you can say like, oh, well, speaking badly on women and, and all of this, that's ignorant too. It is. It absolutely is. But when you talk about HIV, when you talk about AIDS, and you and then you talk about it wrong, like you're not even talking about it in, in, in how it actually works. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if you're not dying in two to three weeks. I mean, those comments are so ignorant that to me that is worth canceling. But you can come back from a cancel. I believe that. But I do think that you have to sometimes cancel some people for to get them to realize that it, it was terrible it was wrong it was wrong i hate to bring you this I hate know, to... and if you're so forgiving at the beginning i don't think it, it has that same effect go ahead nicole i don't think some i don't think you can cancel somebody into believing what you think they should believe so the problem with the baby is that he really feels this way and there's lots of people who actually feel the way he feels right yes. and so even though we cancel him we're not changing his mind especially by forcing him to give an apology that he didn't write and that he really doesn't mean. So what's the point of canceling if you're not educating or enlightening? All you're doing is like taking their bag away. That doesn't that doesn't create any sort of real change or real acknowledgement of wrongdoing. And maybe that's where I'm trying to get to. Go ahead, Roxy, go ahead. At the end of the day, he has to want to learn. He Boom. has to yeah. want to change. And there have been a number of LGBTQ organizations that stepped up and offered to educate him. And he's turned all of them down. So at the end of the day, uh, if you don't want to change, that's on you. And the thing is, is even though technically he's canceled, it's like Nicole said, there's still people that agree with what he said. There's still people that are going to continue to rock with him. So his, his career is not over. You know what I mean? No. He's still going to have a yeah. fan base. He just may not get as much support as he did on that mainstream platform. But he still will have a career. He could still sell out certain uh, you know, venues uh, when he decides to have shows or whatever. But at the end of the day, this really was had to be an eye-opening experience for him because how many festivals did he get taken off of? I, I think I counted like 11. Nine, nine to eleven. It's been a lot. It's been a lot of bags. It's been a lot, and each festival. I mean, festivals is where the money's at. You making? What'd you say? What'd you say? His price tag was yeah, again? One fifty, two hundred, easy. Over a million dollars he's lost from that one show that he did at Rolling Loud. 
from his comments. So at the end of the day, again, he's good. His he has his fans. His fans are going to continue to support him. Uh, but until he is ready to acknowledge that, yo, maybe my frame of thinking is not correct, and I should be more open minded and try to educate myself, is he's gonna he's gonna remain where he is. So do you think his tweet was wrong when he when he said his comments were taken wrong? Do you think it's because he? I mean, he did he did before the apology stuff happened. He tweeted that. People took his comments wrong and that, you know, they trying to make him into something that he's not. Because, again, although his comments can be very much directed that way, and Brittany, you made a very valid point, he didn't never say if you gay this or if you gay that. He never said that. And, again, maybe, like I said, maybe I, 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 I look at it like this. I'm not into cancel culture. I'm into change behavior because I, it's, it's kind of like it's contradictory to me because – this same community, I hate to bring him up because, you know, he's doing okay now. Chris Brown ain't canceled. He made a few good records, and he can't miss. He made some dope. And we saw what he did. We saw. And we out here. I'm, I, go ahead, Roxy. I'm, no, I'm waiting I'm for the that's rebuttal. that's exactly what Brittany was saying. Even if somebody is canceled, they can come back. Right, but aren't these same people being hypocrites? Because like I said, I know in that same community that's doing all the canceling, they over here supporting other people who do other things. And like Nicole said, he is canceled over, what, three or four sentences instead of being educated? I you think people sometimes, they separate the artist from the art. So similar yeah. to a lot of the artists who have came back, it's because people rock with their music. It may not be just, and I think it's depending upon what you believe and what your morals are as an individual, but you can listen to an artist and still separate, you know, and still be like, okay, and kind of put those other memories in the back of your mind because you're so caught up in the, the art of it all, you know, and some yeah. of the artists that came up before us and it make, we look at somebody like, and it's, I can't even been listening to it now personally me r kelly made Thanks. so many good songs cookouts everything like right. that I know. was my culture growing up and now it's like i'm personally tainted because that me- what i've seen and what i like you know took the time to gain knowledge about from the situation i morally don't feel correct that's me but yeah. i have friends around me girls included women included who still rock with the music stepping in the name of love all that so i think it's just you know we can separate sometimes as people the art from the artist because they're still a human being. They're still going to make mistakes. They're still going to, you know, have flaws along the way. They're not going to be perfect. And I think we think that they are. I'm not saying it's okay, but these people are humans. We all make mistakes. Ours just aren't as glorified into the world uh, for people to have opinions on. So do we have a job as the media to, I don't know, push something forward, uh, do something? Is there something that, you guys, do you think that is something that we could be doing with this whole? Because I think it's a learning thing for a lot of people, me included. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and like I said, I, it's it's a lot of different sides I look at. Like, I personally, there's a lot of things that I avoid at parties because I just don't feel like they need it. Like, I try not to cuss on the mic too much because I feel like it's not needed at a party. I can rock without it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, but I definitely will clown somebody in the crowd. I do probably a lot of things that are right on the line of offensive. I do them every day. Like, if I call Brittany right now, I'm going to be offensive. It's just that's how I am. But still, but. I guess looking at our job in the media, though, do do we have a do we have a, a job here? Do you, do you think that we have a responsibility here to somehow dive in and maybe figure out a deeper, a better way to handle this? Or 
I don't know, the next set of artists, uh, a message to put out to them, or maybe even the communities that are jumping in and doing the canceling. Because like, like, like Bree just said, we're, we're all, nobody out here is perfect. It's just that what they're doing is way more glorified because every time they leave their house, there's nine cameras in their face. You know, the more popular that you guys get, they're, they're, everybody's in your comments. They got this to say about what you said on this platform or that platform. We're all going through it with the popularity that we tend to, that we get. And we asked for this space. Yes, we did. But do we have a job or responsibility or is there something that you think that we could be doing? Because to me, I just want to keep having these discussions. Like, I think that there are discussions that need to be had because I think there's a lot of valid opinions out there, like the ones that you guys are giving me right now, that make me even look at things differently. Like I said, to me, like, I never heard him say the gay word. I never heard him say any of that. But I understand where the four of you are coming from with what he said on the stage. And when Miguel was telling me last week, like Miguel said, one of the things Miguel brought to my attention, Miguel said, as far as we've come with the LGBT community, TQ community, right? And I keep, I don't know, I have to say it slow to make sure I get it right every time, right? He said, we could still never understand what it's like to be a gay black man, right? Because not only has he have to deal with where he works at, he's one of like maybe a couple of black people in the building. So he's got to go in there and be black. He's dealing with all the stuff that goes on all the time around him. And then here comes the baby with some stuff that's not even needed. And then he gave me an example of, he said, His grandmother passed maybe two or three weeks ago. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. So he understands all the stuff because I brought up the fact that T.I. came in and and made the comments that he made. Right. And Miguel said in another part of Miguel's life, Miguel is engaged. His fiance is a white guy. So he goes to Atlanta, Georgia to grieve his grandmother. In the process of the grieving going on at this funeral, he looks around the room. His cousin is getting consoled by maybe another family member or the kids or whatever, looks in another direction. Someone else is, a, you know, their husband or whoever is consoling them. And then his fiance Abe, looks at him and he's not even sure what to do. Because they're gay, they're interracial, they're in Atlanta, and he didn't know, like, how to console Miguel. And it put me in this weird place of, damn, maybe I really am not looking at you know what that comment could have done to somebody that was actually HIV positive in that crowd. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like you're asking them not to put their hand up, right? But to, in order to not feel crazy, they might put their, they don't know what to do. You understand what I'm saying? But they just, because they really just came to enjoy a show, and now this is in front of them, right? And you don't know if you got that stupid person in the crowd that says, oh, so you, so you gay, motherfucker? And they in the middle, you know, then an incident jumps off. It's all these things that Miguel threw at me that I was like, Damn, I never thought of it that way. Because you, I'm not that person in those shoes. Because you're on the right. other side of it, right? You're not, you're not wearing those shoes. Yep. You know, so I mean, I'm, you guys have more comments. I don't, I don't want to over talk, but I mean, that's what made me think that this was a deeper discussion. You know what I'm saying? And we could have points from all over the place, but and and Roxy, you were right. The baby is not going to be ready to accept any of this, or that he's wrong, or really apologize until he's actually ready to. You know. So, um. so I, I think that I think that I think that it is part of our jobs to educate, you know, as, uh, you know, TV, radio, journalists, that whole realm. Um, yes, we entertain, but we also educate. So I think there is an educational piece to this. But I don't think that that involves trying to change people's minds if they don't choose to support the baby anymore. I think that the baby has to do that. He yeah. has to he has to change people's minds in terms of that of, of trying to gain back the the love and you know the support from you know his fans or ex-fans, whatever you want to call it, um, by his actions. 
questions, you know, by him being genuine, uh, you know, in terms of him being apologetic and truly wanting to learn um, from his mistakes. So, yeah, there's an educational piece on our end, but at the end of the day, it's, it, it is not, it does not have to do with trying to get people back on board with the baby. Not at all. But yeah, no, but I do think that it's, it does op- have us like open that discussion to even just talk about not the baby so much, but about the, this misinformation about HIV and AIDS or about the LGBTQ community and, you know, those hateful comments and to educate or just to talk about it, that it is, it, there is people who hate anyone in that community because they're in that community and that's it period there's like that's a real thing and especially in the black community i mean Lil Nas x has talked about this how like let's not it's not a secret that black people are for the most part not sorry not for the most part but like that it's more normal to be like anti-gay than it is to be accepting and out and open it and everybody in the family's cool with it it's just not a thing yet it's we're not there it's a lot of cultures that way too. I would, Absolutely. I would have Absolutely, and the Latin, and the Latin culture too. A I lot guess. of Latin. But I, yeah. but I do think it's a point to like to say like Lil Nas X going through it. He is a black gay man, and him to say that. And I remember Kevin Hart being like, "So what's the big deal if you're if you're gay? Who cares?" But Lil Nas X is like, "No, I because I go through it. I deal with it. It's real, and it's not easy to come out for anybody, whatever color you are, whatever." ethnicity you are but it is prominent i think that the it starts with stopping the cancel culture honestly like when you begin to cancel people you shut them down from wanting to learn and wanting to engage with you and so that's one part of what i think we need to stop and i also think like we need to just give up on some people Like you may not ever convince T.I. and 50 Cent that they need to be gay friendly, right? Like they don't need to come to the party if it's about gay people. And that's okay. Like everybody is not going to be on the same page. Everybody is not going to be gay friendly. Everybody is not going to be, you know, straight friendly. You know, there's plenty of gay people who prefer to just hang with gay people and not straight people. I know that may sound odd, but it's true. And so I think like we need to get rid of this like monolithic thought of that everyone is going to be the same, especially in the arts community. Let the baby have his lane, let him have his fans and just let it be what it is. You can't convert everybody. I agree. Um with each point that was made i saw this tweet in regards to this situation that was like the babies met they were making a joke but they were like the baby's messing up by now i would have had a song with little nas x a red table talk interview scheduled and an lgbt i, I, by end of I like to try to that's my issue <laughs> <laughs> i just i think you know one of the things being it goes down to again like you cannot change everyone i don't understand why the baby said what he said i just don't think it was on brand with like go or whatever I think it was adding shock value but he could have chosen something else like maybe reveal that you're the baby daddy like uh, the, you know <laughs> be the baby daddy so Brittany can be happy <laughs> so yeah no I think um, <laughs> thank you like, I need him to do that <laughs> go ahead Brittany oh, got no, another just, Brittany got more underlying things going on with the baby that you know it's just, it's 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 you know you know, you know what? Let's open the. You know what? While we're here, let's open the can of worms. 
is is Danny Lay actually pregnant? I mean, there's, I mean, Roxy. You, I mean, I, okay, wait. I did see the picture that she's pregnant. Okay, she's pregnant. I did see that. Okay, let me get to this part. Are we confirmed that the baby is the baby daddy? Brittany, don't you just jump in with no mad facts? It has been. Nobody's confirmed it. She hasn't confirmed it. He hasn't confirmed it. That's just you know implied. I think, especially after her tweet. What is she? The biggest? The 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 baddest? Yeah. Or whatever. The biggest, the biggest. Yeah. Something like that. She was using "duh" in a, some of her captions, right. in a few of her captions. Okay. Well. Well, Brittany, there you go. So it is. It is. And you know what? She hasn't gotten to celebrate none of her pregnancies. Like, why would you do until that? recently? It's, why would Are you do what? I said, why would Danny Lay get pregnant by the baby? Like, why would she? That doesn't even. Well, exactly. Girl, because he was calling her his masterpiece. That was the other thing. He was in her ear telling her, like, she's the one for him. So she fell for it. <laughs> I'm going to keep the Roxy look on this one. I ain't even going to say nothing. I'm just going to keep the Roxy look on this one. He's, he's the worst. He's the Brittany, worst. Look, look, okay, look. <laughs> Okay, while I got you ladies here, um, and I, I do appreciate the openness of the conversation. So, while I got you here, why why not? Why not just ask you this? Where are we at, ladies? Tory Lanes, where are we? Where are we, ladies? Where are we? I just I just want to know where we Brittany I can't let Brittany taint y'all. So can the three of you Cancel. speak before can we can the three of you Cancel. speak before Brittany speaks because as you can see, she's trying to get her little Tory Lanez thoughts in it. But where are we, ladies, on the on the Tory Lanez Meg the Stallion debacle? Where are we? I forgot about him, to be honest. Truthfully, <laughs> <laughs> uh, talented enough for me to really have an argument about him over Meg the Stallion. I think people, you know, Meg the Stallion is an interesting character. She's, um, I think, it, men don't like her because she's very powerful and she doesn't apologize, and she's also powerful in size. And I think that just rubs men the wrong way. And so you Tori, had Tori five four and was handling Meg. Come on, stop with the stop with the powerful woman. I mean, I'm not saying she's not a woman. She was dating. Like, it's a known fact. She was dating a dude that ain't even five five. I seen Tory Lane sitting on a stool at Sway in the morning, and he got up, and he still didn't get no taller. She was dating that dude. You can't. You ain't gonna preach to me that Megan got me scared. I ain't. She ain't that powerful. Tory Lanez was sitting on a stool at Sway and Tick up at Shade Four Five. He got off the stool and he was the same height. That if that's what if that if that's the powerful man that should be afraid of Meg Thee Stallion, I ain't worried about Meg Thee Stallion. Let me just throw that in right there. Um, what we just said, who shouldn't be messing with um, Tory Lanez? No, no, wait. Who was the one we talked about? Danny Lay should not have gotten pregnant by the baby, and mm-hmm. Meg should have never been messing with Tory Lanez. For so. real. But, you know, we all have URLs. We all make mistakes like that where we're like, why did I talk to him? Like, he was so, That's, oh, what was wrong with me that all, day? That we are week. not going to sit We are not gonna sit here on this pod and act like Tory Lanez do not have bangers that we are rocking to in the club. The dude is talented. Now, he ain't Drake. So when you come to the Canada class, there's Drake, Justin Bieber, and then Tory Lanez is like in the B-minus class. Yeah, If we're talking about Canada and we're talking about artists, but let's not act like Tory Lanez don't have a didn't have quite a few records in rotation. Let's not let's stop acting like that. You we wasn't. Say again. 
I like him until like okay. you know. Now, like, so, I think it was just for me too. Like he, there was no acknowledgement. There was no and on both sides. I think you know, but even in the sense of just, I think he released a song soon after. No, whatever. a whole album, just, an like, album, an album, an album. album. It was an album. Right. I was like, take some time and maybe like, even in those senses, like there's a thing called healing. It takes time processing on both ends. I'm not saying like, you know, anything on either side, but on both ends, it takes time to heal and develop and grow and realize your wrongs in certain situations. So I just was like, oh, this is a little off. This okay. is not the right timing. Well, well I'm glad. I'm, I always love it when we get somewhere and I'm glad we're here. So since we are here, let me ask you. You said. Tory Lanez might have been addressing it too fast with an album. He had lawyers that said he couldn't say but so much. And every time Meg wanted, we, we Meg seemed like she wouldn't say much, but then she wouldn't talk to the cops, but she always wanted to go live on Instagram. And I brought this up to Britney before. Why was she always talking to us on live? And are we saying on this panel that that man is guilty before proof be, is, is guilty before, before going to trial? I mean, is he not innocent before being proven guilty? <laughs> You know, you know, in the court of law, he might be innocent until proven guilty. But in the court of peers and public opinion, he's guilty. Guilty. Canceled. But she was twerking like a few days after that. So how bad? If you got all of y'all got all of y'all. I I know y'all sandal wears. Y'all been here in these Florida, these Florida streets. If you got shot in your foot, not once, but twice, you twerking two days later in the pool. These are things, these are questions, these are questions that I've brought up to Brittany on numerous occasions. And I'll just, I just figure I'd ask more women because I don't, I don't want to ever seem like an unfair host. But First of all, yeah. It was a great thing. It was a great thing. Meg is a very, Meg is a very, very talented twerker. I'm not doubting that. I'm not doubting that. But how many people do you know who have went through a, like a breakup or rough situation and end up going to the club the next day who have been crying their eyes out? It's like, you know, people. Thank you. I'm Bree. not saying, you know, you, and, saying, then, oh, no, and then and then I look and then here's possible. I'm not I saying it's impossible. Roxy, Roxy, I'm not saying it's impossible. But can you can you answer me this? Here's a question that I had. Why is it? OK, I'll, I'll start here. Let me break it down into, into pieces. If either one of you got shot. Would you go to the police? Yeah, depends. Brittany, it depends. Okay, see, here go Hood Brittany. Okay, let's let who Hood Brittany jump in. Let's let Hood Brittany jump in. Brittany, what does I'm it depend sorry. on for you going to the police after you get shot? I mean, okay, I, I, look, let me tell you something right now. I'm a, I'm a dude right here. If he proposed to you and then shot you? Oh. oh no no no! If he if this person's close to me, like yeah. did I you know did they get crazy and lose their mind in a moment? Man, and did they mean to shoot me? There's a lot of things to talk. Okay, now, me, now this is okay. Now again, she let's not confuse said. my question. Let's not. I'm not saying if a guy makes a mistake and we're we're taking a gun out of a cabinet and you get shot. That that is a totally. I'm talking about this was supposed to be when we got this incident. Like Roxy said in the streets, it was he shot her. Right. So if he shot her. And I and I said this. I don't hold Megan to no kind of code of the street. She's a woman. If a man shot her, I, I, I'll call the cops for her. It wasn't no shame to my game. I wasn't on no, man, got to keep it real, none of this like that. So, again, the, the, the three of us, and, and Hood Brittany has not agreed, but the other three of you have said, if, if, a, if he shot her, if a man shoots you, you would call the cops. So explain to me, because this was, this was my confusion. This was my confusion. Meg didn't call the cops 
right? But she was steadily getting mad, and they were steadily an issue, right? And then she even spun it, which I thought this was a rock, a rock nation thing. I'm trying to protect the black man. That's why I didn't. Now, I get it maybe when the incident happened in the actual night in the whole, the, the chaos right there, you may say, I'm going to calm it down so that they don't shoot this man out here. But once everything got calm and you got with your people and your lawyers, you could have pressed charges. But no, that's not what she did. She kept coming on Instagram Live and getting mad at us because we was in the comments. You talking to us on Instagram Live. And you know the three how they of you say, did- I'm going to beside him. You know that I'm a stick beside him. Maybe it was that energy. Yeah, that's- <laughs> no, but in these, you know, inst- but it couldn't I mean. have been because, in it, and that to me is where I got I got confused because in these Instagram lives, though, she was digging in his chest. The Instagram lives were not about sticking beside him. The IG lives were like you telling the story wrong, and I'm gonna tell the truth. If you on Instagram live saying this man shot you, why not go to the police? Oh, it's a difference between going on IG and going to the police because There's there a may be some yes. because there may be some problems with that story. No, but this is what women do. Okay, this is what women do, especially in the hip hop culture. It's it's a ride or die. I mean, you know that. And so what she did was ride or die. What she should have done is ran and called the police. Your husband, this is just like some little guy. Like, no, you, you don't need stop to call calling police. that man little because he only five four. Okay, I'm gonna need you to stop that. Okay, <laughs> because that man this is, is under five five. Culture, they they protect. They go and lie on the stand. I mean, we've all, you know, but no, yeah. y'all need to stop doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, he's not. Especially I, I, when you get shot. Yeah, that's. I mean, look, man. Seriously, and and I know I make light of a lot of things, but I don't. I don't think for no means that. Whatever happened to Megan, I wouldn't have wanted it to happen to anybody, whether I know them or not. And I definitely won't want to see no dude shoot no girl. My problem with that whole Meg Thee Stallion, Tory, Tory Lanez thing was either give us the facts or just wait and go to court. But it's like we out here in a popularity contest when, on the one hand, we're canceling these dudes. Like, Britney took, Britney took a strong side, and I wasn't mad at her. We, we bickered about it, but Britney took a strong side because of the way the facts were coming out, right? And mo- a lot of women that I talked to, they took a strong side. But... We still weren't getting all the facts. We were getting a bunch of IG madness that was convoluting everything and people in the comments and another rapper coming in and this dude coming in and Rick Ross and this and that and the other when it's real simple to me. If Tory shot you, right, Megan, then prosecute his ass. Period. She didn't need to because mm-hmm. the but they, But they really, well, I guess he, is, he has to go to court at some point, right? But that wasn't because she did anything. She just kept going to IG live. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe I'm looking at this media thing wrong. Maybe I'm looking at it all wrong. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, and, and I apologize for anybody that thinks that I always look for a way out of something. I just want to look at all the facts. And I don't know. Maybe I watch too much Law & Order. Maybe I've seen too many dudes in a room asking for a cigarette on First 48. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I don't want... There's always, there's always three sides to a story. There's his side, her side, and truth. Well, I always go by there's his side, her side, and then there's those damn screenshots. Because you know them screenshots don't lie. by her side. See? You see, Brittany's, Brittany's always thinking on a slant, man. Look, man, I, I appreciate you ladies giving me your time, being as candid as you are. And um, maybe next time we'll we'll talk about something other than um, the baby being the baby daddy. Or, you know, maybe it'll, be, maybe it'll be something else. You know, I don't know. But I will like to talk to you all again um, at some point. And I, I thank you. Um, I don't know. I, yes, I don't thank know. you, ladies. You were amazing. Loved your feedback. Yeah. Like, any, any, anytime she can outnumber me, she's happy. Anytime. Anytime <laughs> she can get an outnumber on me, she's happy. Um, um, 
Final thoughts. Let's let's do some final thoughts here. Um, whether you, you would like for it to be about the baby, whether you'd like for it to be about where we should go next in this culture that we're in, um, your thoughts on the culture. Um, just some final thoughts, if I, if I can get them um, from all of you, because I appreciate and love and respect each of you. Um, and I love the faces you guys have made throughout this conversation. I, 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 I love them all when, they, when, when moments come and you've all been like, what? No. You know, it's been a cool thing. Some final thoughts, ladies. I appreciate it. Final thoughts. Okay. My thought is I hope that our culture turn takes a more positive turn uh, lyrically on every level. Um, I hope that we get some more talented artists on every level. Um, and uh, uh, I think I think that's all I got, guys. Sorry. I just think that right yeah. now, no, I re- I just think that the hip hop, the hip hop culture, or the hip hop musically, I think hip hop is in a slump right now. I'm sorry to say. Uh, I just I just don't think there is much good music right now so i really hope that there is a turn uh for some some better better music i won't say artists maybe the artists can come out with some better music but some better music more positivity uh and more love hey before i let anybody else go though roxy can i can i ask you this because like you said yeah you're a brand new mom how much more attention have you started to pay to the music like lyrically than you were may say maybe two years ago a, a lot. Um, you know, Brie was talking about, um, you know, listening to the baby uh, like at the gym, you know, because it's a bop. But now um, I really and, and I've been the same way for a very long time. Like, you know, I, sometimes I don't even pay attention to the words. You know, it's just like the whole vibe of the song is yeah. so good. And then when like years down the line, I may finally listen to a song and I'm like, that's what they were talking about all this time. Wow. That's what- that's what I've been thinking about too. Like, oh my God. So I really do pay more attention now. And it's like I said, because maybe it's because I'm a little older now, maybe it's because I'm a mom now, but it's it's starting to affect me. You know, I'm even thinking my son is close is gonna be eight months soon, and I'm already thinking like what age do I need to stop playing songs and movies with cursing in it? Cause there's no- I'm not gonna play music with that with All that right. type of language in front of him there's going to be a point where i'm not going to speak that way in front of him so it, it, it is something that i've definitely started taking um taking notice of a lot more that's a discussion that i, that I definitely want to have with you guys on another day but on that point and i know nicole you can speak to this in a second too i want you to here's my thoughts on when my son's mom asked me about what music i played in the car and she was like because when he's in the car with me i play church music i said well when his ass is at day camp with jonathan and 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 and, and little mookie they ain't playing no church music. They ain't playing. So so you better be around, in my opinion. I want to be there. I want to be there when my son pick, a, pick up a cigarette. I do. I just wanted to be there. Hey, bro, let me see the cigarette. So I can explain to him what the cigarette, what the problem with the cigarette is. Because I figure two eight-year-olds, because I've been there. We don't know shit about no cigarette. We don't. So I, I, so my, my thought with that was, I was just like, she was like, well, what music? The same music I listen to in the club. Really? I said, yeah, because I can explain it to him then. You know, I felt like it was, if he heard it with me, and he had questions, even though, you know, and I, I tried to keep the relationship where we really, really talked about things. Like, he would ask me. You know, because I felt like when I grew up, right, I didn't miss a lot of things. I saw everybody get killed in a movie theater that you could get killed. Everybody. Twice sometimes. But when we came out of the theater, my sisters were so dope to me. They would always explain to me, when somebody get killed on that screen, the director says, cut, everybody gets up. When they get killed out here on this block, they ain't getting up. 
So that to me is where I always felt like it was a thing that I had growing up that some of my cousins didn't have. Like they got hit, everything was hit from them, right? And when they got 16 and 17 and finally saw something, they went damn crazy. Cause they had, it was like, oh my God. When to me, I was like, I seen a lot of this stuff. It wasn't like super new. And plus I had people to explain it to me. Um, speaking to that point and on your final thought, Nikki Hutch, cause, cause how old is your son? Huh? How old is your son now? He is 12. And he is a NBA Nerf hoop dunker. He is one of the best. He is funny. Last <laughs> night, um, for whatever reason, he was listening to AZ. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's some hip hop right there. AZ in the shower, right? So I'm a hip hop head. His dad is a hip hop head. So early on, we made a decision that we would let him listen to music. We try to find clean versions if we can. And sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. But I think, you know, to your point, Eakin, I consider music to be an educational tool and a glimpse into other lifestyles that we may not be privy to. So, yeah, I mean, the music can be misogynistic. It can be violent. But that is their view of the world. And that's the way they express it. In their art. So I am very cautious about like hoping that hip hop changes a whole bunch because I don't want it to be watered down. I want people to express their real views and their music, even if they're problematic. And I think as a parent, it's your job to kind of like teach them right from wrong and to help them understand like this is his point of view. This is the life he saw. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, what you experienced. So I think from everything, um, my parting thought would be like, let's chill on cancel culture. Let people be who they are. That's my closing point. Boom. Bree. Yes. And then for me, I agree with all of the things the lovely lady said. Um, you know, I want to lead with love and I think in arts and media it's our job to do that but it's also we have a decision as people you don't have to support the artists that messages or what they stand for if it doesn't resonate with you it doesn't resonate with you and that's okay um but you know I think speaking to music and even when I look at my girls a lot of the things you can't hide things either right I was I grew up as a PK so I was only allowed to listen to gospel music and maybe radio Disney on the weekends on Saturdays so for me you know um I want to be able to show my kids and even with my young girls, I'm honest with them. I'm open with them because someone somewhere is talking about it and they're talking about worse in schools, especially at their ages. So, um, yeah, leading with love, being authentic in who you are. And I think just standing firm in what you believe in is more so the conversation so, for me. Brittany left the conversation right when I was getting ready to go to her. So, um, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know if she meant to leave, but Brittany left the conversation. We know how Brittany does. Um, ladies, I again I appreciate you guys, man. Um, um I, I'm sorry, I, mean, I forgot to do this part too. Roxy, where can they find you at on social media? Uh all things at Roxy Romeo. R O X Y R O M E O. Okay. Nikki Hutch. Uh well, you can follow me at Nikki at the Nikki Hutch on Instagram. And then I also have a podcast that I do weekly called the You're Not Wrong Podcast, where myself, a Gen Xer, discusses uh current day events with a millennial and it gets very interesting. So you can find that on Apple and Spotify. It's called the You're Not Wrong Podcast. Boom. I bet them thoughts are definitely different. Whew. I know them thoughts are different. <laughs> Bree, where can they find you at? 
You can find me on Instagram at Y-A-G-R-L Brie. So your girl Brie, but with no I. Okay. You still whipping things out there too? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> uh, for everybody rocking with us here at the DJ Aiken Podcast, man, I appreciate you. Of course, it's at DJ Aiken across all platforms. Uh, Brittany will make it back at some point. Shouts out to Radio Influence and my guy Jason, who puts up with all the madness. And if you'd like to watch it on YouTube, it's at DJ Aiken TV. Ladies, again, I appreciate you. I would like to have you all back at some point when these kind of discussions come up because I think that this type of chatter and banter and just just the all-around thought process. I learn something every time I talk to to each of you because I, I just figure like this, no matter where it goes, it's something that we all can learn from. And I love this hip-hop culture probably as much as, as the three of you have expressed here. And I think in order for it to go, like Roxy said, in order for it to, to go and, ch- and for it to be the way that we would like for it to be one day, we have to stay in the fight. We have to stay. We can't let all this craziness keep being the only thing that they see. We have to provide a balance to it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that goes with us, you know? So... I appreciate you, man. The love and respect is there. And and thanks again, man, for your time and, you know, just being so candid. And, you know, maybe the baby will learn. Who knows? But we'll be here. (laughs) I love y'all, man. Thank you.